There's absolutely no reason why you need to hear stories today about people that got bit. I understand that. You didn't you didn't expect to be walking into this podcast today. You never know what you're going to get when you listen. But you know what you're getting you're going to get today is stories about people that got bit and why because we're taking a look at a moment in Kramer history which like I'm not even sure how we got to this point, but it made me laugh in hindsight. So, welcome to this nonsense that we call certified mama's boy. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Uh, Today is the 10th of August. It's probably hot as hell when you, where you are, wherever you are. Uh, We uh, appreciate you listening to this every single day. It's a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. There's literally nothing else going on in my life right now than the extreme amount of stress from the stupid IRS bill. Like, I don't even have time to plan much of a show today, to be honest with you, because I've just been running around like crazy trying to get this thing solved. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're new to our show, this is kind of a crappy episode to enter into. We got a bill from the IRS for $556,000. And I um, went to my CPA back in April. Don't worry, I'll handle it. Obviously didn't handle it. It's now closer to the deadline. We got now less than a week. We're now at six days until this is now an issue and I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to do. Like, I'm not even sure like where to go. So uh, one of you was actually nice enough to reach out today and say, Hey, um, why don't you, I've got uh, a good tax attorney in Atlanta. Why don't you reach out to him? And I did. And he was extremely nice. And uh, I just literally, right before we started the podcast, I just got a um, uh, paperwork back from them Fifteen thousand dollars to all this. <laughs> when mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't think I owe anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't owe anything to them. I just don't know how to file this. I have literally no idea. Now my mom came to me with an idea today, and I just this makes me feel really nervous because uh, I feel like I'm entering. Uh, it's like how I feel about. Um, I feel like I feel like going to Walmart for my um, my surgery, basically mm-hmm. uh, the Walmart pharmacy to mm-hmm. to get surgery done. And what what was your idea that, that you came up with today? Well, we had a meeting today with our financial advisor, who's also your financial advisor. Um, and Jim mentioned your problem to her, and she said, "Well, just have him take his tax documents." To like an H and R block or somewhere, and just have him have them file that form for him, because then that will reduce all the all the fees. She said, "There's no way he could owe that kind of money." Yeah, and she said, "And I would fire that accountant." Well, so what I did so. today is I basically said I, I emailed him and I said, "Listen, I, actually, I'll read you the exact email so you can know no hearsay at all. This is going to be the." Actual situation. Um, I emailed him at 11.45 this morning. I said, this is my last attempt to make this work. If I don't hear from you for 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to assume that the situation is not being handled by you. I will then have to use someone else to fix this problem, and I will seek recourse for the uh, malpractice negligence and any fees that come in eradicating the issue. You have my email, and my phone number is, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm disappointed it's come to this. So that was 11.45. I came till 3 o'clock. 
because I'm like, maybe that'll be enough. You know what I think? Like, maybe that'll be like, oh, hey, listen, sorry, I've been crazy busy, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It is uh, now past three o'clock and I have heard absolutely nothing. So um, I, I, I will. Um, I mean, I will. I, I have an appointment with HR Block, but I just feel like that's trust. Like, again, like that would be like going into heart surgery at the Walmart pharmacy to me. You know, like, <laughs> I do know. I really trust H&R Block? <laughs> I know to get this right. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with H and R block. I just think that this mm-hmm. is like a very specific and need to get it right kind of issue mm-hmm. where somebody in H and R block uh, may not give a shit mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lack of better terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really just in a, in a funk today. I'm extremely yeah, stressed out. A lot of and stress. I, um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. So mm-hmm. Uh, that's that. Uh, let's go ahead and do mom tent for today. This okay. is my mom's content, which is um, when we first started this podcast, she came to me and uh, would always bring me all kind of ideas and um, uh, me- uh, uh, newsletters and stuff. She said, hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Talk about this. And I said, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Every day she forwarded me like 10, 10 things. And I'm like, it's a lot. So I said, okay, once a week, what we'll do is we'll just give you your own segment. Whatever you think is your favorite thing you've seen on the internet this week, bring it to the show and we call it mom tent. So what we got today, mom? Well, considering you're going through so much stress, I found an article in SciTech Daily about surprising science-backed ways to beat stress. Now, we know the normal things that we do. We remember to breathe. We try to get rest. We do some yoga. We take a walk. We get outdoors. We call a friend. We know those things to do. But here's some interesting things that, honestly, I've never heard of, but you might want to try them. All right. These are are science-backed, stress-lowering hacks that can bring relief. The first one is the diving reflex. When you're so stressed, you can feel your heart beating and your blood pounding. Activating the diving reflex can help. So what you do is you fill a big bowl with ice cold water (laughs) and you put your face in it for about 30 seconds or as long as you can hold your breath. Oh my God, this sounds worse than being stressed. That helps slow your heart down and has been shown to strongly lower anxiety. And pressing a large ice pack to your face could also do the trick. I mean, how does that feel to you? (laughs) It feels kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, you might want to try it. You're pretty stressed. I might might try that. I don't don't think I would mind an ice pack on my face, honestly. <laughs> just, you know, you would wrap it in a cloth like you do when you put it, you know, on a sore muscle or yeah. whatever. And yeah, just let know. it sit on your face for 30 seconds. Actually, that sounds kind of nice to me, <laughs> especially I if it's know. hot. It's pretty uh, pretty stressful. So that sounds more stressful than I feel like I'd be drowning in like ice cold water, you know? I don't think I could put my face in a bowl of ice water, but I do think I could do the ice pack. Yeah. Um. Subject yourself to strong sensations. Says your mind tends to focus only on the things that bother you most, so distracting yourself with sensory stimulation can help. So things like biting into a hot pepper 
<laughs> These are very extreme. Um, I wish I wouldn't have stopped drinking. I feel like this is actually maybe what may, uh, this may be what actually uh, causes me to start drinking again. Y'all like you may, See? you may be seeing it right in front of your face. I mean, I don't, I don't read many science articles, but this is kind of fascinating. Yeah. Okay. All and right. You could Sci- do that. I could probably suck on a lemon. It's science backed. What can I say? You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. And then it says, look for fractals. Do you know what a fractal is? I don't. I have no idea what a fractal is. They're patterns that repeat on a scale that gets smaller and smaller. So um, being in nature, of course, is known to help beat stress. But research also shows that seeing imagery that mimics patterns in nature can create similar relaxing effects. So images of fractals can help. They're seen in things like snowflakes and nautilus shells, and they tend to soothe the mind and help people. <laughs> so all I got to do is it, it freeze my face off, burn my uh, mouth, or fly to somewhere and uh, <laughs> just go look at snowflakes, and that'll be. Uh-huh. Or look at a shell, a nautilus that'll, shell. That'll That's make things right. better. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. Extreme, but we'll go with it. <laughs> and then get some distance, distance, dis- distancing yourself from your situation. And researchers have found that the key to doing it is to speak to yourself about yourself in the third person. So try using he, she, or they instead of I to mentally distance yourself. No, see, why, why don't we do that one first? I feel like we, we should have led with that one. That seems mm-hmm. like so much easier than everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I kind of like that. I've actually never heard that before. So like yeah. basically like he has, you know. Why is he so stressed? And what right. can he do? To make this situation better, who can he talk to? Yeah, yeah, talk to. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Actually, I like that a lot. I've never really thought of doing stuff that way. And Mm -hmm. then you can kind of look at it more objectively than just saying, "Oh, I've got these problems." And kind of takes you outside of yourself. Yeah, I can definitely do that one. And now here is a real easy one: yawning. The brain warms up when we feel stress and anxiety, and cooling it down could help lower stress. Yawning has a cooling effect on the brain. So if you're stressed out and need a release, try to yawn. If you can't do it on demand, head to YouTube and watch videos of people yawning since it tends to be contagious. And I do believe it is contagious, and I'll tell you why. When Jim and I are sitting there at night, if he starts yawning, almost within seconds I'm yawning. (laughs) Well, I feel like you're always yawning no matter what. If my <laughs> well, mom's on the especially... couch, she's probably she's probably going to sleep. <laughs> she's probably instantly going to bed. <laughs> but good luck same... watching a movie with my mom. It's basically pointless. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kind of pointless. Yeah, I, I always say, no, actually my whole um, sleep cycle has changed. What I'm do you not, mean? I'm not sure exactly how or why. But like last night, we went to bed at 11 o'clock and I didn't go to sleep until midnight. It's so late for you. It's so late. So I yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what has changed. And now we sleep until eight o'clock or eight thirty. Yeah. You know? And I used to get up early, like around six thirty for retirement time. Yeah. You'd be up early. Six thirty and then boy, by nine o'clock I was really headed out of here. By nine thirty I was asleep. Yeah. Now, mm-mm. No, I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know what changed. Maybe AG1 did that to me. Yeah. yeah. Gave me more energy. 
Possibly so. so. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. go. That's I don't the know best that anyone I got wants, for you. I don't know why we went so aggressive to to not not bad at all, but I do like the you take away anything. I do like that thing about distancing yourself from your problems. You know, make them mm-hmm. somebody else's issue. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Stephen has issues with his taxes, and so we gotta. Mm-hmm. See what we can do. Find him a, you know, somebody that can help. I don't know. That kind of helps a little bit. Still doesn't solve my problem, but. No, uh, but it helps you see it from a different angle. Uh, actually, as we're speaking, I just got a phone call back from H&R Block. Mom, this may be your genius idea over here. Let me see Did what they're you having. know? They're probably like, well, it's going to cost you $14,000 oh, to solve God. this. Let's I see. No. What they have just, I don't know if I can play this. Mm. I'm calling about the appointment you made for Friday at the Mount Clare Junction office. Now, it looks like it's just a phone call, but I didn't know if you were coming in the office because right now that office is not open. We'd have to get you an office that's open. You can reach me for one hour. Oh, this office is not even open. Great. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> well, did you want to go to the office or did you want to just I'm have a conversation be, It's supposed first. to be a phone call. It's supposed to be a phone call. Well, she but said I don't. you could call. So start with a Ugh. phone call. And then you can well, how do you feel about the um, how do you feel about the Olivia Newton John passing away story? How, did that oh, hit you in any kind of certain way? Um, yeah. On I guess it was Monday, Olivia Newton John passed away. We had already recorded by the time we got the news. Yeah. Um, she was she had the song Physical. Mm. Um, obviously, she was in Greece, mm-hmm. and uh, she was diagnosed with breast cancer in '92 and had become a big advocate for. It. And they're not as of time of recording. They don't haven't set, get an official um, cause of death, but. Right. They're pretty much saying that's what they what they you know assume it is. Yes, she did have so, a recurrence of, so of breast cancer. What do you? How does that make you feel? Because she's mm. basically your age. Yeah, she. Well, she's your dad's age. Yeah. Um, you know, it's she's everybody's sweetheart. Yeah. I mean, she's the kind of little girl in Greece, you know, that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she was doing physical, you know, she was hip, she was hot, she was cool, she was hot. You know, everybody loved her, loved her. And then she has been such an advocate for breast cancer and has raised so many millions of dollars toward that effort. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was sad to see that um, that she had died from probably breast cancer. Um, but it did say she was with her family and her friends and died peacefully. But yeah, I was kind of heart sick about it. Do you get like, as you're getting older, do you like, how do these things hit you? You know what I mean? Well, you know, the reality for me is that, you know, I know that every day I live, I'm closer to dying, which (laughs) we all are, but I'm a lot closer than a lot of people. Um, we all are. And for me, it just tries to make me want to do everything I can to ensure that I remain healthy and, you know, um, positive and just appreciate every day and what it brings that you have a different kind of appreciation for it. Yeah. I mean, I wake up every day and say, thank you, God, for this day, you know, and, and I mean, I really sincerely mean that with all my heart. Because to me, it does. Like, it, it kind of freaks me out when I start to see people your age, you know. Mm-hmm. I know, Don. Uh, you're like, oh, 73 is not be. like old, but like, I mean, it's, no. it falls, it's getting, you know, it's, it's not too far off of the average age, you know. No. And just so, I don't know, this is, this time is just ticking by. It's just like, uh, you know, like, like moments like this always kind of stop and hit me. I didn't really have a, a strong feeling about Olivia Newton-John personally. Yeah, um I didn't really. really liked her. 
Um, well, she's really my generation. Yeah, so. I didn't. Right. So it wasn't really mm-hmm. like a, like, like Bob Saget was more, more oh, of a shock to me yeah. than Olivia Newton-John. Of course. Um, but it is kind of, that's the only way it hit me as I was talking about on the radio. And I was like, God, that's like my mom's age. You know, it's like my parents' age. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of gets scary as everybody's I know. getting I mean, older. So many days we, you know, we're in that stage of our life, Gemini, where, you know, we're saying goodbye to a lot of our friends and, yeah. And people that we know and, um, you know, especially when people who are much younger than you die, you really realize how precious life is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You really do. All right. Well, let's get to our quote for today because I need to call H&R Block back apparently. Okay. A Chinese proverb that says, the gem cannot be polished without friction, nor man perfected without trials. We know that's true, that we become our finest selves sometimes because of the adversity that we've faced in our life. And so, you know, to get to our best life, sometimes we have to go through trials and tribulations such as this IRS debacle. Or, <laughs> or, I've never known so much about our tax system. You would, mm-hmm. It would blow your mind how much yeah. I've learned. yeah. So, you it's, know, there's, there's lessons and I, I believe there are lessons. What's the lesson here every, though? Like, this is like, everyone's like, there's a lesson in everything. What's the lesson here? I think that's le- what I don't get. Like, what's the lesson? I think the lesson here is that in April, you should have been putting as much pressure on him as you are now. That's what How I that, that's, a, that's a God awful lesson. <laughs> like if that's, if that's like what, a, what kind of lesson, what is that going to teach me down in line? I don't, it's not my fault. I've got a shitty to tax be, guy. You know what I mean? Like proactive. Yeah. Just to be more proactive. You said he handled, he said, I want to handle it. I say, okay, I, I hire people understand. and they, they handle things. But you do get this from me. Sometimes you are too trusting. I just, I thought it was handled. I thought I, it was done. I've emailed I or called it. this guy every oh, day since it. the second notice came. I, don't I get think it. That's I would have probably think that's done here. the same thing. But <sighs> makes me sick. Um, yeah, I it is. I have become like the um, un. Uh, I've not asked for the title, but I've kind of become like the um, authority of divorce. <laughs> and I and I, I don't mind doing it. But there's a, a woman that messaged me yesterday and was just saying that like her and her husband. I, mean, I remember these days about like she's like, well, you know, we're not sure what we're gonna do. And married for twelve years. I, uh, you know, I'm like, well, you guys in therapy and he's going to therapy and I'm going to therapy, but nobody is, uh, we're not going to therapy together. He doesn't want to go together. I was like, it sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. At least, at least one of you, at least both of you are going to therapy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, and like, that's really the only thing that I can say to people about divorce. Divorce is such a long, hard process. It is. And. The only thing that I can really tell people and the only thing I, I can, it just reminds me of that quote because. I don't think there's any advice on what you can do um, other than just don't, don't think the first person you meet after your divorce is the love of your life. That's the only pattern I've seen that I can avoid, maybe make people avoid. <laughs> mm-hmm. I literally see it all the time. I see mm-hmm. it all the time. I'll repeat it because maybe somebody needs to hear that. That's yeah. not, that's not the person you're, that you're madly in love with. That's just the first person back and you're excited and it's the feelings and the emotions and everything else. It's probably not the love of your life. Mm-hmm. You're, and you're probably going to have to learn that the hard way. You probably won't listen to me and that's okay. Again, you got to learn these lessons the hard way, right? But I'm assuming the first person that you date after, right after your marriage is probably not the love of your life uh, mm-hmm. as much as you may feel like they are. Um, but number two is like, I don't have any real great advice. Like 
I wish I did. I wish after all that nonsense I did, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I don't. Uh, I, I just, my only advice is like, you just got to go through it. Yeah. Uh, it's a long, hard process, yes. but I just, um, but there is life on the other end. And that's what I said. Like you'll live your absolute best life. But like, it took mm-hmm. me a long time I and mean, 2018 was my, when I started going through divorce and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm living a, <laughs> my best life, <laughs> uh, well, living until a good life problem. Like, like Biggie <laughs> said, more money, more problems. Um, <laughs> so I get it. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I, some of these things, yeah. Like, and I, I wish we had more examples. Mom, like, do you have, do you have an example of like something hard you've been through that actually made you a much different, but yet better person that was like super hard? Oh yeah. For me, I think it's the death of my parents. Yeah. And what do you think? Like, what do you, how do you think you were before and after? Like, what did that really do for you? I think it gave me a different perspective on life. And I think it gave me a different perspective on death. And Mm. I think that now at age 69, I can say that served me well because, you know, I had no idea that I would become a minister and, you know, help people um, through the. Are you free, far from the mic? I, I hate to ask this question. People, now yeah, I'm sorry. Five I am. seconds I'm away from leaning that. back in my chair. Yeah, it sounds like you're just about to fall asleep over here. I know. And try to help people through their grief and their loss. Um, but that really served me well, having had that experience to to just have a different perspective on it and to, to appreciate the fact that, you know, you, you don't know the time and you don't know the day, but, you know, every one of us are going to die some way, somehow, and that life goes on even after those people are no longer here with you on earth and you learn to, you know, you carry them in your heart and, you reflect on things you've learned for them and you appreciate them and you love them. Um, but you, but life goes on. You have to yeah. pick up, pick up where you are yeah. and go on. It's I different than lesson. divorce. Yeah. I mean, right. this is really final. Some people say though, that divorce is harder because in death, there is no way for you to reconnect. So you right. don't have those yearnings or longings of, Oh, maybe if we if we go out again, it'll be better, you know, or things will change. You don't have that in death. There's no other opportunity to connect with them. Um, so, you know, some people say that it, it's really hard, or I haven't been through a divorce, so I, I can't speak to that. But um, yeah, it just um, it served me. It served me well to not only engage differently in my own life, but to also help others through the process. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly right. what you're talking about with divorce. You know, yeah. None of us have the answers, but it's such a consolation yeah. to be with somebody that's already been through it. Sure. And can say, yeah, you, you'll make it, you know, give right. them hope, hope. Yeah. And that's really all I can do is just kind of pass that along. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, God, I'm just having, I just can't stop thinking about this tax stuff. I'm just thinking too, like this guy has all of my 2022 or 2021 information. He's got all my W-2s, you know. 
I don't know. I just feel sick in my stomach. Um, all right. Cozy Earth sheets. Let's talk about Cozy Earth and uh, awesome sheets. And life is chaotic. You might as well have comfortable sheets, right? Um, cozy Earth is literally the best, the absolute best sheets I've ever slept on. They're so soft. And right now we're giving you this massive discount, which I don't know why you would not take advantage of these. Like the advantage of this deal. Like I don't want you to miss this. And all of a sudden you're like, man, you're sleeping on your Target sheets and they're all, you know, hot and I have a, a pair of sheets that are like my worst case scenario sheets. And like they're so <laughs> yeah. scratchy, you know, like they're just so, ugh. like I get so sad when I, I have to like, like get down to that set of sheets, you know? Yes. Such a bummer. Um, Cause cozy earth. I mean, it really will. Like it'll change. It'll change the way you think about like your sheets. Like you won't, you can't go back. It's like flying first class. You won't be able to go back anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. These are bamboo sheets and they keep you cool in the summer. They keep you warm in the winter. It's like perfect, especially if you share the bed with somebody. I mean, it's like just perfect, 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 perfect. These sheets are I, honestly, if I had to describe them with one word, it's perfect. 40% off right now at cozy earth.com, cozy earth.com, cozy earth.com. Use the promo code Kramer 40 to get 40% off at CozyEarth.com. It's Kramer40, CozyEarth.com. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. It is online therapy that you can do from the comfort of your home or wherever you're at. So if you need to do it in between, you know, during your lunch hour, that's an option. You need to do it, uh, you could, hell, you could plan your session for your commute home or to work one day. Uh, that's what I really like about BetterHelp is it's therapy that really fits into your life versus having to drive across this, you know, town, sit in the therapist office for an hour, talk it out, sit, you know, go back home. And I, listen, that's how you want to do therapy. It's fine. I just want you to do therapy. I don't care how you do it. Just as long as you mm-hmm. do it. That's all I care about. Right. Right. Uh, so it's, it's a really, I think it's like the futuristic 2020 option. That's right. <laughs> you get obviously taxes on my brain. That's the year. Uh, 2022 <laughs> option. Um, and I, I hope that you'll consider it. And there's 10% off for you because you can go on there. By the way, you can do your video chat. You can do your uh, your phone session. You can do your type uh, live chat session, which is just chat. If you don't want to see anybody on the camera, you don't have to. You can just type to your therapist. And uh, you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It's less than traditional therapy and it's uh, 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right. We got a brand new certified fan today, which makes me so happy. Oh, That's amazing yay. news. You needed that today. Certified fans are people that um, mm-hmm. can donate a couple dollars a month. And you literally, when you do, you become a, um, a certified fan. And just know that like you're – you're like supporting the podcast. Like this mm-hmm. podcast is free, um, but it's not free to produce. Right. And the way that we get these episodes, you know, 24 episodes produced every month is thanks to certified fans. It's people that can just take, you know, basically a couple pennies a day, 16 cents a day and say, Hey, I like this podcast. Enjoy. It's like, basically imagine me and my mom as street performers and you're just throwing a couple cents in our hat. It's basically <laughs> exactly what you're doing here. You know, isn't that true that's though? Right. It's basically it. Yeah. You know? That's it. Yeah. That's the plan. So, um, <laughs> If, if you want to help, um, you can get a bunch of perks by doing it, and uh, you can find out by texting the word FANS, F-A-N-S, FANS, to 888-Kramer8 to find out more. Uh, today, this episode is dedicated to Jane H., who lives right here in Catonsville, Maryland. How about oh, that? Oh, great. Another Marylander. How about Fantastic. that? Fantastic. Yep. yep. Super. Yep, yep. They're catching so, on. Um, Jane, we are very thankful for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming over to our podcast. Um, so you know, it's fun. one thing to listen on the radio show, yeah. but when you come, when you do a deep dive like this and find the podcast and then you 
you know, you get to know my mom and we just, we appreciate you so much for finding us. Yes. So here you are. What is her number? She's 440. Certified fan number 440 is Jane H. from Catonsville, Maryland. And uh, for her, we have a whoop whoop in store. Yes. Whoop whoop to Jane H. from Maryland. Yeah. Thanks so much, Jane. We just need now, and this is the good news, it's the 10th of the month. We just need one more person this month. And then I promise you I'll stop harassing you for the whole (laughs) until September. And that'll feel really good. So who's going to be our third certified fan this month? Text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history! <laughs> yes, this is a moment in Kramer history. Uh, it's a, honestly, it's, uh, my radio career is wacky to say the least and there's some things i look back on like dang man like what like what were we even what were we even talking about um so we just go back and relive moments this is from 2009 and we started talking about this news story about about a, a guy that got bit and we're like man like what and what reason other than like a baby biting you or a kid biting you like what adult ass reasons are there to bite other people we had to search for these stories but they were pretty fantastic because I bet, I bet even by the way before I play the clip I bet you couldn't even like think of one right now I bet you couldn't even say like hmm, I wonder like when is you know why would somebody get bit here's the answer well this is coming out of Cape Coral here in Florida okay authorities said a patient at a Cape Coral doctor's office bit part of the doctor's finger off after being denied a prescription Police said that the 45-year-old man went to see Dr. Paul Arnold Wednesday morning, and the man became upset about not receiving the prescription. Police said um, Arnold turned his back, and the man attacked him. The patient reportedly bit Arnold several times, taking off the doctor's fingertip with one bite. The fingertip was recovered at the scene, and Arnold was taken to a nearby hospital. Police have put out a warrant for the patient's arrest. Bit him. Bit his fingertip off. Well, I don't even care if it's a fingertip. It's the fact that he bit him. And we were talking about this yesterday when we were playing the show, and the conversation started on, that has to be, like, your last form of attack. Yeah. That's your last resort, because you've got to be backed into a corner and have no use of your other extremities, in my mind, in order to bite, because... That's what your extremities are for. No, yeah. Who is going to their mouth as their number one defense mechanism or offensive weapon? Right. Okay? Who is like, I have a couple hands here. <laughs> My feet are free, but you know what? Instead of that, I'm going to go ahead and arm, bite someone. And it's not like you hear about this all the time. It's not like these stories are just prevalent. Every day we're coming here talking about biting. The last time I could think about somebody biting somebody was the whole um, Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. And that's the last time I can think of any big news story about us from being bit. Yeah. That's why this this morning we want to ask the question, is why were you bit? Bitten. Bitten. Thank you. Why were you bitten? Okay. And like who did it? Was there anybody in Panama City right now that can call us up and tell us about the time that somebody bit them? Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get phone calls on this because I don't think it happens as much as we think it does. It's not very prevalent. Obviously, when we saw this story, it shocked all of us and we thought, wow, that guy was backed into a corner. But the thing is, he wasn't. You know, he just, he didn't get a prescription. That is the least likeliest excuse to use if you're going to bite someone. Be like, well, I didn't get what I wanted, so I bit him. Good morning, Alicia. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? 
I'm doing fine. You've been bit. I did. I was trying to help somebody during spring break that was drunk. I was trying to help them get out of their shirt and put on a clean shirt. And uh, they bit me. They bit you? Yes, where? Where? On yeah, your, where on they your bite body? you? On my arm. Oh, my Lord. Like, that horrifies me. Now, where do you, where do you, or why were you trying to change a, a spring breaker? I work at a hospital. I work at a hospital. Okay, that helps me out a little bit then. then Still, not appropriate. No. Not an appropriate thing to actually do. That's so ridiculous the more I think about it. If you're just trying to help someone out, what, even in a drunken state, even in a drunken I, state. That's why, and, but but I'm surprised though. Thinking about it, I'm surprised that more drunk people haven't bit other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Does that make sense? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, okay, let's talk to, uh, let me talk to Karen really quick. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Good. So somebody bit you. No, someone bit my brother. He was in a bar fight, <sighs> and um, this guy attacked him and bit the bottom, well, bit his earlobe oh, half off. God! Was this after or before the Mike Tyson fight? No, this was after. <laughs> Lord, maybe he thought he was being cool. Yeah. I guess they were able to sew it back on, but still yet, he bit his earlobe off, so. Doesn't that make you wonder, like, how bad of a fight this had to have been? Like we, I know. we weren't punching anymore. We weren't kicking. We weren't calling names. You went straight to the mouth, and you bit. Batman. I, I think that I would rather somebody shoot me. Shoot you, just not dead, right? No, I don't even. I think oh. I'd, I think I'd rather die than be bitten. Than be bitten, because I feel like from then on out, you're the guy that got bitten, and it's not like it's it's not like it's one of those common everyday things, you know. No. Especially if you've got a scar, like uh, like she said, his ear had to be sewn on. Be like, ooh, what happened to your ear? Um, someone Some bit, bit it off. My ear off, you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How do you feel about H&R Block for, like, an issue this big? I just talked to the woman. Super nice, by the way. I just called her back in between the two segments. Um, They can can look at it at 1 o'clock on um, Thursday, so tomorrow. But I just – I cannot believe this. Like, y'all, I just – I'm sorry it's all we've talked about the last two days. I just have nothing else going on. I can't focus on anything else other than trying to solve this. The radio show has kind of been – with Jess being at home and I've just been like stressed out. So I don't know. This is your last chance to advise me otherwise because <laughs> I don't really know if I have any options. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this and it's very stressful. So, all right. I love you and I will, um, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. <laughs>